we're using the term campus plant for this. And terms get used differently. I'll tell you what we mean when we're saying campus plant. We're meaning the same church in a new location. So same vision, same leadership, same budget, same administration, um, being stretched into a new location that's half an hour away. Um, what that does mean is that everyone who is on staff at the moment it will be feeling the weight and responsibility of a new location that they are responsible to make happen. Um, and so the process to get to this point has been a lot of working with the existing staff to, to, so they know that they're going to be stretching. Um, and so that's kind of what I've been working hard with with the staff to kind of help that happen, help them feel what, what's going to happen there. Um, what it does mean is that our existing preaching team will be preaching down on the peninsula as well. So it's going to really kind of complicate our rosters. Um, but one of, the, one of the beauties that we're hoping will be the case is that um, the campus pastor who we've chosen is one of our existing staff guys. But he's not necessarily, he, he doesn't necessarily need to, be, need to be the upfront leadership, entrepreneur, preacher, vision guy. He needs to be a guy who can who can pass to the people, organise the work, um, and keep helping it move forward um, whilst we uh, push through our existing preaching team and some of our existing bands as well, music bands. Uh, although we'll be aiming towards more of what we're calling indigenous kind of ministries once it's up and established. But we're, we're hoping that, it, that that will be a way of being able to start kind of with a band, a fully existing church with good kids ministry and even a youth ministry to start with as well. Um, so that's what we're hoping to do. I'll tell you in a few months' time whether we've been able to pull it off. Um, many of you guys are in our city, city Life Church here in Melbourne. Um, though, obviously, we differ theologically with them on a number of things. They've started a number of campuses which, um, which, which are relatively successful. So there are a number of churches in our country that are doing campus plans. Um, no one in our country, I don't think, does the video link thing, which they do in the States, where they'll either do a live video link or they'll show a DVD of a preacher. I just don't think that's going to roll really well in our country. Although perhaps in the cities that might work. It certainly wouldn't on the coast. So we're not going to attempt to kind of show a DVD of someone preaching. We'll just, we'll just get down there, all of us, those on the preaching team and preach there. Now, so some of the things to do with the nature of the campus plant are... Um, I might even have another question soon, but I'll just throw this around. Um, we're, so as I said, we're, we're looking for 50 people um, who are keen to form the core of that and will be the ones who are doing all the volunteer ministry um, in the area. Um, the, the process that we've been working through is obviously to get the, the, all the staff to be enthusiastic about it and on board with it because they're going to be the ones who are stretching there. Um, yeah, we've, we've, we've been communicating with the 70 odd people who are already living in their community. Obviously not all of them are willing to be part of it. Um, at the moment I think there's about 30 of them that are, but as I said we're aiming for that 50 mark. Um, some of them who are umming and ahhing were saying to them, would you, would you commit to it for 12 months to see the ministry established? Um, and some of them are, are, are willing to have a crack at that. Um, the good thing about um, it starting in a new location but with one of our existing guys is it starts with our DNA. Um, uh, and so um, 
that, that's a helpful thing because it's something that's established and trusted. Um, <coughs> we've been mapping out about a six month time frame. So we, we've been working at this for three months really to establish the core group. There's another three months where we're going to hopefully in August launch it. Um, and we're just beginning the awareness campaign at the moment with videos and stuff to try and beat the grasses and see who's keen to do it. Um, I'm just going to pause there for a minute and just... Because as we're trying to clarify what we're doing, as you can see, we're still kind of figuring out on the run, which is part of the fun of it all. Um, yeah, questions, thoughts on this? Yeah. Uh, just on the video campaign, Tim, who, is that a campaign to run within the existing churches that you got? Is yeah. it or...? You're wider than that. So it's an awareness campaign. We're just getting the word out, basically, that we're going to be having a template. So the video gets shown. Um, that's been shown across all our services. Yeah. Um, and um, and basically said, anyone interested, come and talk to Greg, who's going to be the campus pastor down there. Yes, that's an in-house campaign. Yeah, that's right. Together a team. That video will also go on the you know phase one website, which will get launched soon. Um, which will hope to pick up people who are already living on the peninsula but we're just completely unaware of them and they're Christians but they're not going anywhere or they're really loosely attached to a church. There are a couple of very small Bible teaching churches, faithful Bible teaching churches on the peninsula already, presence, awesome. Um, uh, and um, there's one other church as well uh, but they're, we're, we're chatting with those guys, they're really keen for us to start a campus there. They're, I mean, the fellow who's on the peninsula, the Prezi guy, he's, he's pulling his hair out because he's so frustrated. Um, he hasn't been able to move the church towards really penetrating the community with the gospel. So he's like, come, let's let's do this. And so we'll be trying to work in cooperation with those guys. Um, and so we're expecting that there will be some people who we have no idea about who are there and want to be part of this um, and are either loosely attached to a church or not at all. Um, at the moment, and who, yeah, so hopefully, in the next few months, we'll be able to move the grass and see how many of those guys are. Mm -hmm. yeah. More questions? What, what are some of the reasons for the people actually living in Warwick not, not joining the plan or, uh, or the, the campus plan? Do you know? Sure, so that they're used to a certain, um, a lot of them will have teenage kids who are part of a, quite a large youth program, and they're thinking. Well, if we are part of this, what youth program will there be for our kids? And so those families who are willing to be a part of it, we were saying to them, guys, we need you to invest to help develop something so that in the future there will be a, a viable youth industry. And there'll be some families who want to do that as a mission and others who are just, it's just too much for them. Mm. Um, they, they just wouldn't think to do that. Um, um, but we hope to start a youth industry as soon as possible. So that it starts with, and, and, we do, and we do think that by leveraging existing resources down there, we, we will be able to. Um, and so, but we don't want to tell anyone they have to, we just want to invite out. Because basically, in that core group, you want people who are busted, they've got such a heart for the peninsula that they're prepared to take risks themselves, um, family risks, uh, to be part of the core group, to invest and see something happen that's mm. not currently happening. So, yeah. And and thinking about the stretching of the staff, yeah, your simple Christianity groups or your belonging courses, your your membership courses, they're going to all be done as well 
down in down in Peniche as well as much as possible. So so you really you really are going to be stretching your resources as much as possible, and yeah. everyone's going to feel the pain. Every staff member is going to feel the pain. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as much as possible, we're trying to roll mm. out similar quality ministries. Now, we don't want it to be the poor cousin um, because it naturally will feel that way. Isn't it? So um, we want it to have the same level of preaching and the same level of music and the same level of yeah, integration programs and, and mission stuff, absolutely. Yeah. But it's very similar to similar to Mother Church as well and what you're doing. There you go. Yeah. So, so, so <coughs> we are thinking that um, the easiest way to roll out and do something substantial there is to do it in a very similar fashion, which will mean we reach very similar type of people initially because we want to see it established. Understand that there's a whole range of different subcultures on the peninsula, but we, we can't dive in and reach one in particular. We want to do it from a secure base. So, uh, understand that we want to see it established for the first few years and then start penetrating different parts of the community that are very needy, but do it from a place where we can, um, we can you know, be sustained in the process of connecting with those crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my question, pretty much. Mm. Is it hopefully going to be self-sustaining after a while, like mm. people that are around that area being the main um, servants and workers in the church, or do you think they'll yeah. keep having people coming to do the main ministries? No, absolutely. I, I think what, what it would be great if our campus pastor in time does preach a few sermons, um, and I think he will. Um, but probably other preachers will, will continue to cycle through it. But every other ministry, we do want to be staffed by volunteers. Um, but to have that happening immediately will just mean that we can't start with a, real, with, with a number of things covered. So we're going to be inviting people from the main campus to come down and help establish a lot of the ministries so that they can begin with a band. Um, yeah, and that's something I thought was really good about that because with the, what you were saying before, the church plan is so unique in their giftings and mm. Um, mm. character and all the things that they need to be. There's so many others that want to be ministers of the gospel, you know, and maybe gifted in just other ways. And mm. that's a really good thing about that is that a pastor who's more gifted, not, not necessarily in the entrepreneurial things, but like organising instructions mm. and things like that, mm. and they have. Mm. Work in the area of mm. so, yeah, that's it. Mm. So, so we're hoping things like that work, yeah. you know, which is more the specialist model rather than the generalist model. Um, yeah. Mm. Mm. Reflecting on, you know, you did some research with some other campus plants. What was the distance of half an hour away? Is that that's about the distance? Yeah, yeah about thirty minutes away. People, um, I mean, Phil mentioned eight or nine minutes, um, and I think yeah, beyond that, that's certainly half an hour away. People find it hard to yep. do, um, but if you've got a, a good chunk of people who are traveling half an hour, they're going to love if there can be a local ministry that they can get more involved in and be and be able to bring their friends and family along to it. Yep. Um, so that's the concept. Yeah, and you'll be meeting in like a school hall. Yeah, you? just school hall. Yeah, yep. yeah. So there's a couple of different options there, and um, uh, the decision will be made in the next few weeks, I think, as to which school hall they go for. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, Tim, could you uh, 
maybe articulate something about uh, thought out philosophy or otherwise on the willingness to fail in church mm. planting. Mm. Yep. Um, we want to be taking calculated risks. So we want, we want to, I don't, we wouldn't be attempting to do this if we didn't think we'd pull it off. Mm-hmm. And yet, there's a whole bunch of things which still might not happen. If, if we can't get that core group of 50 together, we're going to keep pushing back the date of launch. Well, I'm really keen to make sure we keep pushing back the date of launch because I don't think we should start it to about 50 committed people because of the kind of ministry that we want to launch. <coughs> so I'll be arguing that um, for the sake of... So that's a calculation. Yep. Um, um, and yet we, we want to keep... Pioneering new ground. So philosophy of that. Um, calculated risk taking. It can't all be sorted out. There's there's going to be a number of things we're just going to dive into and just see how it goes. We haven't done this before. There's a whole bunch of things that that I'm completely unaware of here because we haven't done it before. Mm. I'm sure we'll make mistakes as we do this. And but if we can if we if we can cause it to be viable, I reckon the next one we do, we'll be able to do it better. So, um, but, but talking to guys like City Life and a few other churches who have done campus plants, they'll certainly share with you their mistakes that they've made. So we're so keen to learn from the wisdom of people who have had a crack at it before. Um, it's, it's similar to the old branch church model, you know, like after the Billy Graham Crusades, so many people joined um, churches um, all across the country that they needed to start branch churches, you know, 10 minutes away from everything. And, Often it'd be the main minister would go and preach the branch church as well. So it's similar to that again. But a lot of all those branch churches have folded back into the main one now the last 30 years. So it's, just kind, of, it's kind of pushing that back there. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that the, the video awareness campaigns to your existing congregation, is that just the Saturday EV congregation or is it the mother congregation as well? Yeah, it's the whole. It is the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And what sort of interest have you got from? So, you know, so to speak, the mother congregation people. Mm. There's, there's an, of, of the 35 people who are keen, it's an even spread from night EV to Sunday night. So there's, there's a number of young couples that are just about to get married who are really keen to be part of it. Um, there's some crew from Sunday morning, some middle-aged families and some, um, and some, some older crew, and there are some crew from Saturday night as well. So it's, it's just a real mix, which is great. We have to find that of those 50 people in the core, there's certain percentages that we think we need because we want Peninsula to be a family ministry. We don't just want 50 people in their 60s and 70s. And there's a certain percentage that we've kind of said of those 50, yeah, this percentage need to be that demographic. So we've defined that kind of stuff. Um, because more than anything, it's, it's the people in the core group that define the culture of the church, the people in the core group. So, so we do need a certain percentage of people who are in that young family category if we want to reach young families. So that's just the humanity of it all. So the camp's pastor, he needs to be in that kind of range himself. So, yeah. How does this fit geographically? I think geographically is where they work. Uh, with the other evangelical churches that have been planted earlier on from... Um, yeah. From what's called EV, so Lakes and the, and the one further up. Yeah, good, so, so we're, we're in Erina, you know. Um, lakes is, is 20 minutes north of us. Northern Lakes is 40 minutes north of us. 
Um, Peninsula is half an hour south. Yeah. So there's still a couple of pockets out west, possibly. Um, but yeah, so this is south. Yeah. So it's a, um, there's a whole bunch of things that, that would just scream, we've got to do this. Um, but there's still a big bunch of question marks. You can probably tell by my vagueness in presenting what we're doing. I, I don't want to be too sure about what we're doing. I'm trying to do as much <coughs> research as I can and look into as much as I can and prepare our staff as much as I can. Um, I reckon we're about to pull it off. And I reckon it'll be really exciting because there's 40,000 people living there. Um, and seriously, I don't even think it's 2% of them go to church. And of that 2%, half of them are either going to a liberal high church, Anglican church, um, um, or Pentecostal church. Um, and so um, there is a great need. And I can't imagine. I can't imagine this not working. So I think it's really exciting. And I'm, I'm glad that I'm going to get to be a part of it. By, I'll, just be, I'll be preaching now. I don't know, we haven't worked out the rosters yet. But, uh, it's going to be an exciting time. I think, I think they'll have a hard time keeping up with um, the people who are popping in to check things out. Yeah, which is really good. Um, but that's just me being, I'm, I'm an optimistic kind of guy. I, I, I just expect it to go well. I won't see the problems. When they come, I reckon we'll just deal with them. And some of them are huge. So, but yeah. So we're applying for grants too to get money to kind of help do this. There's all that kind of stuff going on behind the scenes. We try not to do it, but I, yeah, make sure we are got someone doing it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Tim. I think we'll have a change in questions, and we'll go to Phil if you come up yep. front, and we'll spend a bit of time. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Could I ask one more question about the yeah. previous um, uh, talk that Tim did? Yes. Um, what's intriguingly met in, in, in Reflecting on what you did at the Saturday night is gathering in the initial group of people that got you to 50 and 100 in that first six months, well not the first six months, six months after you launch. How do you actually go about establishing the context, con contacts and you know, talking to them about the gospel, convert, seeing them converted, how did you go about that? From that initial 50 core to 100, 150. Yes, yes. So that was just that initial 50, um, um, getting stuck into their own family and friends and all their contacts that they wanted to know Jesus. Um, and, and I think that's kind of people get to the point of they've invited all their friends. and So this is just friendship networks. Yeah. And, and just mainly inviting to church every week or inviting to yep. church outreach events? Church. And Saturday night does have a potential to be uh, more missional because of the time slot. People are more willing to invite their friends along on the Saturday night thing. And people are more willing to come along. 